0: I'm I love rocking, that song. I'm rocking out. Rocking that song. <laughs> What's going on, people? With the Lions Den podcast uh, with Mukai Moromo. Today I'm sitting down with Ken Franchek, great friend of mine, uh, one of my mentors, uh, and definitely, you know, someone who I, I always get uh some, some really phenomenal advice from. How you doing, Ken?
1: I couldn't be better. I'm hanging out with you today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. Yes. I feel good, I'm warmed yes. up. I'm warmed up.
0: I like it, man. Yeah. Uh so this Lions Den podcast is, is something I started in order to 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 kind of introduce people to to some of the great people I, I've kind of come across in my life, you know, and you're definitely one of them, um, because I find there's a shortage of people who, uh, in my opinion, anyway, if you care about my opinion, I think I care about your opinion. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. That's why you're a good dude. But <laughs> I think there's, there's there's a shortage of people who uh, who just shoot straight and uh, are willing to have an open ended discussion and talk about things openly, without judgment, in order to get to like a a, a competent. Resolution you know what I mean to Sammy me come in the room thinking This thing is right after having a conversation with somebody who's able to 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 articulate their thoughts and ideas Effectively you can actually think about what your stance is on certain things and maybe come up with something different or at the very least Understand why other people think that way mm-hmm. and not have a more, you know, a, a one-sided view of things anymore yeah. you know and and you're one of those people so oh, so you know, thank you. No problem brother no problem. So, <laughs> For those of you who don't know Ken is a great dude a great life story, you know what I mean? If you get the chance to hear it, you should. Uh, CEO of Crystal Glass right now. If I, I'll let you do the talking for this one. Just, uh, uh you know, give give me, give me us a little bit of background about, you know, who Camp Franchak is.
1: So you want to know where I am today, who, where I was, a little uh, bit of both?
0: Just a little bit of both, like a yeah. little snippet so so people can understand, yeah, I got you know, you. Who, who, who this gentleman they're, they're seeing right now is. Okay, great.
1: Well, right now, uh, I'm the uh, general manager of Crystal Glass Canada, and then I have a series of other business partnerships I'm involved in. I'm in a involved in an advertising marketing company. I'm involved in a, a sports management, athletic, uh, athlete sports management company. Uh, I've got a number of different holdings companies. So I'm into that kind of thing. My right. story is um, in my youth, I was homeless in Toronto and uh, and lived on the street from age 16 till 19. So kind of the story that I discuss. I have a coaching business, of course, as well, and uh, and a public speaking organization. With that, I do a lot of talk about. I call it from the outhouse to the penthouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I tell that story. It's right. a great
0: story, man. And and you know, I'm blessed, I feel like I'm blessed <laughs> to have had a chance to hear that story um, um, firsthand from you before you were being overly pub- uh, vocal about it publicly. And it was it was one of the things that kind of motivated me to realize that, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in life if you have the right focus and 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 direction and help from people, you can you can go somewhere better than where you're currently at, right?
1: A thousand percent, yes.
0: hundred percent, but I love that. Um, <clears throat> one thing that annoys me uh, personally is I find people talking about this whole I don't want to work for anyone business because I find entrepreneurship is overhyped right now. You know what I mean? And it's become something that's more like a cool fad to say when I'm an entrepreneur and it's like, oh, I'm this cool thing, but really... You know, and, and people are talking about, I, I don't want to work for people. I don't want to build someone else's dream. And personally, I don't like that kind of, that kind of, you know, uh, uh, repetitive jargon because, you know, I think people hear one or two prolific entrepreneurs saying a version of that, and then they adopted his own philosophy. And, you know, personally, I think, like, you know, if you're not serving the greater community or giving people value, you know, helping people build their dreams, then, I mean, really, what are you doing?
1: Well, it's all part of it. If you, uh, in order to build your dream, oftentimes, you have to tag along. Uh, A mentor of mine said to me a number of years ago, uh, the importance of giving back, and his comment was, I asked this fellow who's extremely successful, um, what's your secret? And his core secret was, I give back. I give back to the community. I give back to any place I can, but I do it from my heart. And because I do it from my heart, it tends to come back tenfold. Right. Right. I didn't really fully understand what he meant by that. I mean, I understood the premise of it. I didn't. I guess I didn't really believe it. Right. And then I started doing it, but I was doing it from my heart. I had a genuine interest in youth at risk for obvious reasons. So I started doing that. And interestingly, just as he predicted, it started to happen for me. So then you take that and turn it to this whole entrepreneur verse uh, work, working for someone right. else.
0: Right. Corporate structure.
1: <clears throat> I come from the corporate structure today. I consider myself an entrepreneur, however, my core is still developed and built around a corporate environment. I started at the bottom at a large organization. I worked very hard. I got lucky, which is, never kid yourself, Uh, it's a combination of luck and hard work that will create success. Um, But everything came together around that core business model and working in a corporate environment. That facilitated the opportunity for me to branch out. Without that, I'd have nothing. I Really, I'd still be just working a regular job. I I know I'm entrepreneurial by nature, but I never had the means to do it. You have to get your head wrapped around, it's great to have dreams, it's great to have ambition and strength and work ethic and all of those things, but I'm not going to lie to you, man, it's going to take a couple of dollars to get you started. Of course. And if you don't get that from somewhere, and you think you're going to come out of the gate as an entrepreneur and just land on the top, just won't happen. It's a lot less risky for a guy like me who can tail on, ride along behind a business model that will pay me on a weekly basis and then offer me bonuses based on my influence and, and and my success, which is what that company Crystal Glass did for me. And then I take the funds from that and the things that I learned from that. Right. And I begin to put those into an entrepreneurial endeavor. And that's been my success.
0: Right. And and uh, I'm glad you you, you kind of expanded on that and talked about Bringing corporate structure into entrepreneurial endeavor because I think that's that's what most people ultimately miss is that being entrepreneurial isn't uh, uh, avoiding any sort of corporate structure. It's it's actually being able to be, in my opinion, competent enough to manage the corporate structure, and you're at the top of it. Because I find most people are stuck working in a corporate structure. So they don't like it because they're not managing the environment. You know what I mean? And they they end up <laughs> you know being slaves, quote unquote, to somebody else. But really, I mean, uh, uh, in my, what I've learned so far now in my short entrepreneurial journey you know, is you have to be good at everything mm-hmm. at the beginning because if you jump out by yourself, you got to do everything. But as you get deeper into it, you need to now get people who are better at those things, people who are trained and have you know, university degrees in certain things. I, I'm, I cannot do accounting. Right, I'm not that good at accounting. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could, I could, you know, I could fuck with the numbers and come up with, you know, great outcomes and project things. But when you start about talking about being specific and accurate and dotting the eyes, uh so to speak, and crossing, you know, I don't have that knowledge. But there are plenty of accounting specialists who have that. And unless I, I work with somebody <laughs> like that, you know what I mean, I'm never going to be able to accurately track my my income and, and, and spending as well as do my taxes appropriately. At the well, end don't of kid year.
1: yourself. It's not just in finance. Uh, part of my public speaking background uh, I incorporate the value or or teach the value of bringing understanding your strengths but also more important than understanding your strengths because your strengths are natural they'll come out it's it's identifying and accepting your weaknesses and then going out and finding people who can come in behind you to support you because it's not just in finance um, documents Uh, try to write a for me I have this vision of what I want to do all the time and, yeah. and my vision is usually way up here. Yep. But from to go from here to here there's a whole series of processes that are required. Well, I'm not a process guy. Right. I'm a visionary and <laughs> Big I'm a worker. Guy. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, see yeah. this. I need people around me who will say, "Ken, well, you know what? We have to submit this and it's a 12-page document and it's going to uh, I am not going to sit down and write a 12-page document. <laughs> no. If I don't have someone around me who's got those skills, and, and I'm not just making this up, this has happened. It happens to me still today. Right. Fortunately, I have a corporate counsel, lawyer on, on our team, controllers. I have marketing people. I have. My vision is shared with everyone, but I find the best of the best to come in behind me and support it. And as a group, we rise. But back to being an entrepreneur and knowing it all out of the gate, You can't possibly know it all out of the gate. I don't care who you are. If you can be paid by someone and chase their dream with them and be compensated while you're learning, it's a paid education. Right. So don't be a job is not a bad word. As long as that's not your only answer. Ah,
0: yes, yes. I like that. You can
1: have a job and and you can earn an income and you can quote unquote work for the man. But while you're doing that, you had better have a very clear vision number one, of where your opportunities lie within that organization that you're with right. and be chasing those opportunities, but more importantly, taking in the education so that you're learning while you're being paid, you're learning, and then go and apply those to whatever business interests, you know, is your passion.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely, and, and that's, that's profound right there because now what, what, it, what, it, what, it, what it starts to articulate is that, you know, uh, learning you know, and I find that a lot of people stop learning once they leave, like, a formal learning environment, you know, per se. Like, like after high school, people go take a trade school type of uh, engagement or university. But after university, or after trade school, I just noticed, like, most of us stop learning.
1: Never stop You know learning. what I mean? If you're the, you, everyone's heard this before. If you're the smartest person in the room, yeah. you're in the wrong room.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if, yeah. if you've
1: learned everything you can learn and everyone around you knows less than you do, you better go find another room. Right. And and you better keep learning, and you better again back to surrounding yourself with good people. Yeah. So you learn from them.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. And it's a uh, there's a shortage. That's why I hang out
1: with you. By the way, I'm always learning. You know.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learning the wrong things. No, me. no, no, not at
1: all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I like it, but that's that's exactly part of the reason because I find um um life is more than just um um you know work you know so I find. Um, I like hanging out with Rwandan people. Where I have certain friends who aren't work friends. Where they're just social friends, and I can learn social uh, certain social um, characteristics. We're gonna call it from them. You know, to go. I moved around a lot growing up. You know, I, I moved around. I was born and raised in Zimbabwe. I your story, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and moved around that country. Then you know, moved into moved lived in Botswana for a while. Then ended up in the States for university in Canada. So it's like. In order to socialize effectively, I've had to be able to make great friends within the community I was living in, and then learn how to socialize within that particular so, uh, society. You know, because when you move to a different country, uh, uh, you know, it's a completely different uh, environment, and the, you know, the culture and the culture shock that you experience is um, is profound. And I've noticed those lessons I learned in there translate directly into the business world. You know,
1: number one thing that I teach. When I sit with a client one-on-one, the yeah. very first thing I teach most clients, because it's where most people are weak, they have a great idea, they have a terrific work ethic, they have all of these, they have all of this knowledge related to their passion. Right. If you can't network, stop. Right. Because yeah. everything that we do, even in this day and age of technology, text messages, social media where you don't have to intercommunicate with others. I don't care how good you think you are at that. If you can't walk into a room yep. comfortably and meet people, you're done.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense, man. And because uh, I've realized that a real-life connection is profoundly different from a, a virtual online connection. You're
1: you not going to learn anything from someone just by texting back and forth with right. them. You have true. to sit down, get to know somebody. It's, I mean, it's core networking, right? Right. And uh, one of the keys to my success And I didn't even understand it while it was happening. I was one of the lucky ones in that strengths and weaknesses. One of my strengths was somehow this inherent ability to be able to communicate with people and and network. I just was one of the lucky ones. But what I'm getting at is most of the success that I have now is based on, I am at events two, three nights a week. I still am today. I've been doing it for two decades. But when I walk into a room, I meet other business leaders. I meet like-minded people. I meet people who have strengths that I don't have. I'm. I'm always developing new relationships. Have to man. always, Have and to. and Have that's how you learn and grow. Yeah. You know, you you are the sum of the seven people you most closely associate with. So you want to get out there and meet those seven. right Me always seven, and always seven, be and seven always great be able people. To Amen.
0: I <laughs> yeah. yeah. love that man. Yeah. So what is since we just ju- talked about social media and digital, you know, virtual interactions? What's your take on that? Like as 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 the CEO of a company, you know, having grown up at a de- at a time when technology wasn't what it is today, you know, uh. uh how, How have you seen it change, and how do you think it applies to, say, like, you know, somebody in your position, do you need to be social media savvy? Or how does that, like, what's your take on that?
1: Well, if you're not, again, now, just based on this snapshot of time, uh, in time, if you're not somewhat savvy, again, give up. uh, Because, number one, uh, it's, it's by far the most effective way to communicate your message efficiently. Right. So that's number one. But number two, more importantly than just supplying information and, and growing business built on social media, it's about knowing how to interact on social media right. because so many people don't understand the power of putting the wrong thing on social media or, or equally as important, not monitoring it properly. I'll, I'll give you a great example. Uh, only this week, we have about 65,000 followers on, on the Crystal Glass Facebook page. I post something about Crystal Glass and, and the history, had I not been watching, and it was on a public page with three or 4,000 followers as well, this, this thing I put up, somebody put on there about a terrible experience they had with our company. right, And how they would never come back. Now, if I walked away mentally from that social media posting and never went back to it, that would have lingered. And it probably would have got steam because the next guy who sees it is, oh, I'm gonna tell them what I think too. right? Within minutes of that being posted, personally not a representative of our company I went on and apologized that that person had a bad experience and offered what can I do to correct it please message me and again don't message me publicly it's about understanding the the, the, what you're using please send it to me privately and we'll work on this together and I want to make sure well within minutes of that all the positive feedback started popping in behind it had I left that I already know what the outcome would have been so back to your question being how important is it? It's important to use it. It's important to understand it. And it's very important to learn how to monitor and manage it.
0: Right. Yeah. Monitoring yeah. and management is big, man. And, and I think uh, from a CRM perspective, you know, uh, you know, customer relations management, mm. for those of you who don't know acronyms. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, from a CRM perspective, it's, it's important to, to be able to manage those, those concerns uh, immediately from people who may not have, you know, filled out that interaction form or come to the manager when they had this experience X amount of years ago, but they're still carrying around that. That lingering energy, you know, so I'm glad you touched on that. Well, they're
1: harboring it. You know, the, the irony in that post was once we interacted, he finally said publicly, this problem was with, to do with a vehicle. He said, well, I have actually sold that vehicle over 10 years ago. He said, <laughs> it's, it's water under the bridge. Yeah,
0: yeah. Clearly but again, not. I
1: didn't just leave it at that. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. understanding. I went back and said, just the same. Really sorry about the you know the negative experience you had. If there's ever anything I can do to reinstill the faith in our organization, please contact me personally. It's those little things right. that if you don't manage them properly can explode, and we've all seen right. it happen. Yeah, they turn they negative turn to viral. really quickly. Yeah. So, anyways, yep. yeah, just a negative
0: viral is another thing, man. And, and you know, speaking of negative viral, like there was a post circulating about a PM this year. Oh my. And it's, it's you know, <laughs> personally, I think, uh, I think. Uh, 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 it's 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 tricky managing things like that. Absolutely. You know, and uh, and I hope it, it 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 takes a negative, you know, a positive light. I mean, not a negative. Uh, and I hope it gets uh, uh, quelled quickly. But I mean, what, what's your take from that? You know, being somebody who who who, who who's in a, in a position of power and has to deal with those types of things, like how how would you how would you, how would you have handled that nonsense?
1: Yeah, honestly, that's one thing that I think any relatively public relatively successful business leader yeah. worries about and if you're in the public eye you are always I mean you go to bed at night thinking "Well, boy I hope nothing happens what have I done in my last 50, <laughs> 50 some, well, or in the last 50 some years right? of my life right? that that's could be true. brought back up because I don't care who you are you're not no one's perfect I will say this publicly I am not a big fan of our current prime minister right that's my own political view however I feel terrible for the guy as a person, number one. And number two, my own personal take on that is I really don't believe the man is a racist. I think he made a mistake a long time ago. Um, But I think the challenge is how he's managing this now. And a lot, you know, I know I don't think the same way I thought when I was 21. Exactly. You know, I'm 53 now. And I'll be honest, I'd be embarrassed with some of the things I might have thought being uneducated back at that time. Everyone deserves the opportunity to uh, to uh, uh, ask for forgiveness and to change, and I believe he absolutely believe he did. I have other challenges with that party that don't relate, but but again, uh, I don't know how they fix that. I, I really don't. Because yeah, it's a
0: tricky fix, man.
1: The internet is a place that is is vile and and angry, yeah. and it's a yeah. platform for people to say things that are completely inappropriate. Yeah, and it's a shame to see that part of our culture come out. But I don't know how you manage that. You're asking me? I'm glad I'm not him. That's yeah, yeah, all yeah. I know because I wouldn't <laughs> want to be that guy right well, now. Well,
0: you know what, man? The reason I asked you was because I, I love your opinion. And you're 100% right, man, because I, I saw it myself. And and I thought exactly what you thought, you know, that I look back when I was younger, in my 20s, and I did a lot of dumb shit, man. Yeah, you know? and it's yeah. Like, you'll me both. Yeah, you know, and, and, and uh, it, what it did highlight for me, though, was how important it is. To understand what your your ultimate vision for yourself is, and start pre- preparing for that ahead of time.
1: Because it can happen.
0: Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean exactly. And and it's like it's like. Think about like, being a twenty year old. Most twenty year olds today are making uh, uh, these life changing, life altering decisions, without having forecasted what their life might look like, you know, in the future. To say, uh, uh, in my opinion, right now, to be honest with you. I don't think um um anyone who's 20 in like between 19 and 27 28 should be seriously considering getting married or or trying to have children right away or making any of those big getting rooted right now life decisions especially living in North America because the 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 landscape has changed man
1: and it changes so, so fast quickly. now it's not like it was when I was 20 30 yeah. years ago you know it's everything is on hyper speed and yep. changing yep. so quickly. I, I totally agree with you, actually.
0: Uber-quickly, you know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and I think people don't take the time to... to and, and, you know, the, if you see something like this happening to, to the prime minister of Canada for something long time ago when we weren't digitally integrated, mm-hmm. imagine what it looks like for the guys who are going to be running for parliament office in 10, 20 years based Absolutely. on how social media is today, you know? And, and some of the crap you're seeing out here, man, some people are not going to make it, you know what I mean? And it's it's it's, it's shitty to see, you know? And, and you know, what, what's... What's more important to, to, to kind of take from this, I think, is, is, is be, be who you are, but be cognizant of what's, what's good and what's bad and, 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 and do the right thing.
1: Well, you know what, that's, I don't think that's just about social media. I think that's about life in about life. general. Yeah,
0: yeah, true. Well said,
1: man. Because honestly, I, I'll, I'll tell you another irony in all of this nonsense with Justin Trudeau right now is I am, if I had to be asked, right-leaning politically right um and I'm that way because I'm a business leader I understand the value of fiscal responsibility I also understand the value of being able to employ people and that you can't do that unless you have a successful business structure right so I'm all about that side of of call it right-leaning political thinking mm. but it's what's ironic is um, I from time to time will not think it out well enough and put something about that right-leaning um, thought process I have and I get attacked and I've been attacked recently. And we, we were talking about this before <laughs> we, we did, did this. We did, yeah. And, we I, did. and I said, you know, here's the irony. Just because I'm right thinking does not make me all of the other things that are from the left side that they label you. And it's so unfair because you get the uh, misogynist, the racist, the, all of that. Yep. And anyone who knows me personally, I, I mean... We're not quite just the friends. opposite. Man. We're like brothers. Oh yeah, you and I. yeah. We go and, way back. And, and I have a lot of friends who are from uh, every ethnic background, including white male. I, yeah. they, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, I really don't care. So it's unfair to be labeled like that. Yeah. And but my ch- my challenge is that that's what social media has created. It's a place for people to be angry and to attack. Right. So what you're saying, and just to wrap this back to what you were talking about, yeah. is. I feel for being you know 21 to 25 year old because you're out there just living your life right now and in fairness, you're still growing, you're still learning. I guarantee you won't be the same person when you're 50 as you are today. Nope, no matter 100%. what you think right yeah. now, you will find out when you get to that end of there to that point in your journey that you're not the same person. 100%. God help you if you're throwing negativity out today, that you didn't want out there when you, when you could 50. only look for. Right,
0: when you're a dad and a you could only dad, look for. You know, when yeah, when you, yeah, your and grandchildren CEO, are,
1: are googling they you, they can watch what you were doing and they see yeah. who you are as a person. Be aware of that yeah. as a young person right
0: now. And that's a great point, man. A lot of people aren't understanding that you don't need to be famous to be like found on Google right now absolutely like not. you could Google somebody and Instagram content comes up
1: yeah Facebook
0: content comes up and that stuff doesn't go away
1: man and be there, it, we believe it'll be there forever forever you yeah. know
0: that that's what it is that's what they do they collect information you know what I mean and it's it's uh, I find what's really lacking like is mentorship direction I agree you know and and uh, that's the one thing I liked about you was when when we did work together and you were my manager during my fighting career it wasn't just a management um, a, 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 you know, relationship. It was like an actual uh, progressive relationship where I got a lot of mentoring. And, and, and you know, uh, I love that, man. you know and, and you're still doing your mentoring. So, like, tell us a bit about that, man. How's that going? And where can people find that for, to, to get a, a bit of the Camp Franchic experience? So I'll start with this. You directly,
1: making reference to you directly. I, if, for those who might be watching Mukai today and what he's accomplished and what he's working on Thank now... You, um, and and if you were able to see where we were at 15 years, 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, this, 2009, this, this kid has—he's uh, not the same guy. Yeah, uh, thank you. Man. Y- you've grown so much. Thank you. And I'm proud to have be one small part of thank helping you, you to become that. the person you're becoming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I probably get the most fulfillment uh, personally out of coaching that I do from anything else that I do, and I really—it's not. I'm not blowing smoke, I'm being totally honest. Something about molding and watching and sharing and understanding and growing with uh, someone who's who's interested in doing all of those things for themselves. So, super exciting. So, I have a couple of ways that I that I incorporate that into my my business uh, group and I have a coaching business. So, for right. today, uh, I offer one-on-one coaching. Uh, it's done in one-hour segments. Typically, we can't really accomplish much unless we do at least four of those segments. Right. Um, and uh, and it's not really just the hour that I spend with you. I send out a long questionnaire uh, where I ask for a lot of very specific and difficult information for you yeah, to yeah. answer, where you have to dig deep into yourself, and then I spend a good hour or two hours doing the research on who you are, what your business interest is, what I believe the take will be on that, what the success ratio might be, um, strategies to be able to help you both from a business perspective and a personal perspective based on what I have received from you. Right. Um, so I spend really, it's not an hour, I spend about two or three hours per session for each person. Right. So I have that. I also do public speaking. I'm, I'm asked to do, I'm very blessed actually to be asked to do uh, speaking engagements oftentimes uh, developed around youth at risk uh, women and and children in crisis um, things that are really near and dear to me because of my own personal upbringing but I also am asked from time to time to do motivational and or business coaching uh, uh, discussions talks Um, and I have about five different paths that I have sort of set up and have prepared which I'll slowly you know I, I slightly modify for each group, but right. there's sort of five key areas. So if somebody wants me to come in and speak to a sales team about, uh, um, you know, about about sales, you know, steps to sales, um, um, networking, and that type of thing, I can go that direction, or we can talk about. You know, sort of that outhouse to the penthouse thing. Talk, there, there's a whole <laughs> outhouse to the penthouse. Yeah, I, I, uh, I love a, it, man. I have a friend who's suggesting and business partner who's suggesting that we maybe write a book. And I said it before, I'm not a guy who's going to sit and document, but yeah. we're looking at avenues truly to uh, to maybe bring in a writer and That'd uh, be to awesome, sit with man. Him and write a book. It's yeah. almost that time. So that to me. Is overwhelming but really exciting. Do it, man. I'd so, read that book. I yeah, would read uh, that book for sure. 100%. I'll buy that. Thank you, thank but
0: you. I wouldn't buy it audible, that audible. Actually, I just I love I- audible, I'll man. give you one and I'll leave it Hey, it will autograph- It'll still be worth 10 bucks or whatever. Listen, <laughs> I'll have it, man. I'll put it on my shelf and and read it like, like periodically. You. I'll read it once fully, but after that, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I got you. access to the source, right? <laughs> just, just come, we'll have a coffee. Yes. I love it, man. You're always welcome. But Kenny, thanks a lot for coming on the show, man. It's always a blast. Always have great chats with you. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Ken, you can get on him on Instagram, Ken Franchek. Uh, Facebook, very accessible gentleman, you know what I mean? Always willing to talk, always has great advice. Follow uh, me on Twitter, please. Yeah, follow Ken on Twitter, yeah. ASAP, and Instagram. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, too, at Mukai Maromo. But, uh, yeah, we'll check you guys next time. This is awesome. Thanks, Oh, how that? Oh, dude.